Bueller, 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 Bueller. Wake up! Good morning! Terry Wilson, he's going to throw. Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! <laughs> Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They this is buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We pastors. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeeding. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable, what an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun, play fake, step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. Three down, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. Yeah, it's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday to you, October 11th, 2023. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen on your Wednesday morning, October 11th. Hope you're having a great start to your day. Nick Roush, how are you? Doing well this morning. Ready to rock, ready to roll. But you, Justin, Bustin' Kalen? About the same. Yeah, got... I got lots of sleep last night, I, although it was hard for me to wake up this morning. So I'm a little, little feeling a little groggy, but I've got a little pep, pep in my step drink over here. So I'll be all right in due time. W- windows still open at uh, the Scoots oh, Banner? Oh, heck no. No, I actually got an earful from Gil last night because I left the windows open, what was it, Saturday night? And he said he woke up on Sunday and he wanted to kill me. He had to sit on the couch with a blanket. So, yeah, no, no more windows. I don't know why you can't have you, – it's your room. You can do whatever you oh, want. Oh, no. Oh, no. I had every window in the house open. Kitchen window, our man cave window, living room windows. I had them all open. Well, but you can still keep your window open. Yeah. But, yeah, and I, on, on the flip side of that, he could have shut them had he wanted. So That's true, too. I'd tell Gil, like, get over it. Suck I'll, it. I'll do the windows if I want. If you want to close them, you close them. But I'm going to live my life. Suck it, Gil. Yeah. Jeez. Stop getting bullied by your roommates, dude. And he's got that big old beard to keep him warm, so I don't know what he's complaining about. Yeah, I don't know what he's complaining about either. <laughs> Roush, what's up? Not much, man. What's up with you? Oh, nothing. Nothing. Nice. Uh, been busy. Yeah. So that, that's been good. Uh, went Same. to bed, I think, like 9.15 last night. Same. Super yeah. early bedtime. Well, so. I did the thing. So I got home around then and then went to bed. And, it, it you know, it takes a little while sometimes. Ba- mm-hmm. and baby, for whatever reason. When baby makes sounds, it's always right as I'm dozing off. Yeah, it does seem to go that way. Yeah, and at least like it's just like here, here's your passy. It's right there, it's right next to you. I know. Just stop screaming, please. I'm trying to sleep. Just give him that. Did it work? Heck out of there. Yeah, it almost always does. Well, good. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes you got to give him the blanket. Though. I'm seeing that the Orioles were swept. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So the AL East won zero playoff games. Precisely. Yes. 
Way to go. Hey, the Red Sox <laughs> won as many playoff games as the rest of the AL East. We did it. The Yankees, too. You won as, mu- you won as many as the rest of the AL East combined. Woo! <laughs> Has Second a non-wildcard team won a game yet? Were the Astros not in the wild card? I don't think the Astros were. In Braves the won two nights and ago. And the Braves won two okay, nights Okay, okay. Yeah. So the Astros Twin Series is the only one where the divisional team has a lead, though. Correct? I think yeah. I think that's accurate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the rest they're are up, all wild up, cards. They're up 2-1 on the Twins with where things stand Which right the now. Twins, the way that they perform in the playoffs, is, you know, did they even show up for the games? Hey, at least they finally won a series. They did. Uh, and then the NHL started last night, Scoots. I saw that. Did you you watch any of the round puck? You know, I didn't, despite my team being the first game of the NHL season. No, I didn't even turn it on. I was watching baseball. Who's your team? I'm a Lightning fan. That's right. Big win for the Lightning last night. They did get a big win. Lightning and the thunder. Thunder. I I, I feel like the NHL just ended a month and a half ago. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I feel about the NBA, and that's going to be starting here in probably the next two weeks. I mean, that is kind of true too. NBA ends in what June, mm-hmm. and then we're right we're right back at it. And if if you think regular season NBA is meaningless, then what is October and November NBA? <laughs> Let's just say October hockey. Well, that mean? too, that too, that too. It's like April baseball. It's like yeah, it's back. I'll catch you a little bit later on. Right. Let me know when the games start to matter a little bit more. But. Uh, a lot of exciting stuff in the sports world. A lot to get to regarding UK. We didn't finish yesterday's text line, but we will get to it as the show goes on. Today, more UK news as we start to close the book on the Georgia blowout loss and turn our attention to another huge SEC game. And we're going to probably be saying that every Saturday, UK has a football game the rest of the season. Of course, a bye week after this week. But all of them are going to matter. All of them are big games. All are all of them are games that we feel like UK probably has the talent to be able to win. But seeing how they played against Georgia and seeing how sometimes they, you know, Eastern Kentucky and some of those cupcake games, this team also has the ability to look pretty bad. Pretty bad. So all of them are going to be toss-ups to a certain extent. And the Missouri one's the next one on the schedule. It's a big one. Missouri's banged up. Obviously, UK's a little banged up. It's the Mm -hmm. middle of the season. This is just going to be the case for teams moving forward the rest of the season. Missouri, though, starting running back who had over 100 yards in a big game against LSU, he's questionable. And then a rotation receiver, Roush, is questionable for Missouri, along with a few other players that are banged up for them. But those are two big names to keep an eye on, Cody Schrader and Makai Miller. Uh, Did you hear Ennis Rakestraw, too? No, I, that's the big one. He's he's definitely out. No, that's just who I heard Drinkowitz mention yesterday. But okay, yeah, Ennis Rakestraw Jr. That's just a fun name too, Ennis Rakestraw. Uh, yeah, he's a multi-year starter corner who's been playing off and on, kind of banged up. And Drink was just also Drink takes a different approach to Stoops. Drink's just like these guys are just the toughest ever, but I gotta, I gotta, I gotta send them out. You know, which just it's better for our team. Uh, he did the same thing with. Uh, Cody Schrader, that's the hardest working man, young man I've ever seen in my life. To do what he did on a on a on a bad quad, uh, I'm, I, he's questionable. He'd be even worse, but uh, you know, Cody Schrader, that's that's the toughest young man I know. Which, by the way, Missouri's run game is all just Schrader popping big plays. I don't think he has more than 15 carries in any game, and he's had a couple hundred yard games. He's popping big plays. He had three touchdowns against LSU. Would be significant if their leading running back is out. 
uh, very significant. Yeah, I would say I would say so. Um, it would change really a lot of what they do. They probably rely a little bit more on the pass. They're relatively balanced as is, but if you if, if Schrader doesn't go, it's going to be a big loss for Missouri. Uh, UK's dealing with their fair share of injuries. We talked about that yesterday on Kentucky Roll Call. Obviously, Jalen Geiger going to be out a long time, if not maybe for the season. But the Caps banged up as well, Roush. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Trevin Wallace, we saw him exit with injury. So they um, might be a little shorthanded coming to Saturday. Definitely were shorthanded yesterday at practice. But we didn't get the angry post-practice report um, out there. No, granted, we were talking with offense. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I think the um, – I forgot what exactly Vince's words, his specific words were, but it's like if you need if you need Missouri to get you up for this game, I mean, I think that Georgia game woke us up enough. So, mm-hmm. yeah, which is totally, totally fair, yeah, right? Yeah, I really hope the conversation we're having next Monday or after the game on Saturday is like, oh, that Georgia game – it really ticked them off. Now they came out mad, angry, mm-hmm. ready to rock and roll. I, I, I hope that's what the, the narrative is, and I hope that's the case. But we've got all, all show to talk about it. We've got the rest of the week to talk about it. We are going to talk a lot of football. It's UK NBA Combine Night, Roush. People forget that. People do forget that. That's because it was announced was it yesterday or the day before. On Monday. I, Monday. Think, I think that's okay. I don't think this is the event that needs to be hyped up for weeks because it just will – uh, almost undoubtedly lets you down if you're getting excited about what content you're going to see tonight. But it will be a little bit of basketball. We'll be some of the guys going through drills and doing some things. I don't think we're going to be able to have any hot takes to get out of it, but we'll do our darndest at least. What if I don't watch it and then have hot takes? Can I do that? Well, then there's a lot of other radio shows you could host, I would think. hey uh, No, and uh, that's fine. I, uh, yeah, I prefer that. You don't watch it, but come in and act like you did. Okay, and okay. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Truth. <laughs> Here's what we should do. <laughs> That'll be a fun game. Two like. of us actually watch it. One doesn't, <laughs> and the radio audience has to figure out which one is which. Be pretty good, Scoots. You gonna watch the UK NBA Combine, or that's probably prime Harry Potter reading hours. Where where can I watch that? Is that gonna be something that's televised? ESPN Plus, okay. SEC Network, Plus. and what, they're gonna what? be doing live look-ins on. Sports Center or ESPN, but yeah, you can watch the whole thing on ESPN. And what time is that? Six thirty, seven thirty. I think six to seven thirty. Definitely a time. Okay. Yeah, I'll look it up. I'll do my own research. I'm um research optional on that side of the wall. Are, are they going to do anything that has to do with basketball, like actual playing games, or is it all drills and then like exercise stuff? I don't think they do five on five. If that's what you're asking. I remember being From my memory. I don't think they do five on five. I think they do a little like three on three, two on two transition stuff. But. Right? Wasn't wasn't the Keon Brooks dunk like post COVID? Wasn't was it was that post COVID where we just were like, oh my gosh, he's back? Wasn't that in this event? I don't remember. I feel like I remember getting overly excited to watch Keon Brooks dunk, and then he didn't play for like two months. That could be it. Event. That could be it. I don't. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Remind me on the Thorns text line five zero two. 414-1450 is the number of the Fortin's text line. 6 to 7.30. Sweet. 6 to 8 on the SEC Network Plus stream. Plus Plus. Yes. That's before Harry. So they're going to be doing sports in there, and I guess they're just going to like be cutting into UK basketball, doing that sort of stuff. But if you Talking just want to watch uh, the basketball, SEC Network Plus. Seth Six Greenberg. 
Seth he's Lee. there? Yeah, he got to take in a UK practice yesterday. Oh, wow. He had some things to say. Oh. We'll talk about that. Uh, we're just kind of doing our morning pleasantries, going going around the world here on topics. Kansas is going to get their NCAA violations today. Is UK the all-time wins leader at the end of today? Oh, man, that'd be great. Really got to get our graphics department on three to cook up something special for the Jayhawks. They're not going to get anything, Roush. I, I hate it. I wish that it'd be really funny if they do vacate a lot of wins. Uh, Kansas was a little cheeky as they say across the pond when they had to overtook uk with the o- overall wins i would like uk to to follow suit if it if it comes back the other really way. need to pour salt in the wound um the, but, the, but the issue is i hate that i'm even saying that out loud because it's not going to happen well, nothing's going to happen to kansas this new AIR, IRP. well new old because the they made old, this thing just to punish teams, and then they decided they're not doing anything. They're not giving out punishments to anybody. Wouldn't, wouldn't it's going to be like we're going to? Kansas is on probation for two years, and that's all that they're getting. Wouldn't taking away the wins be the best non-punishment, though? That's the thing that, like, you know, you hear so much of it from Louisville fans because we live in Louisville, and it's the it's some of the media that we consume about how like it's such. Vacating wins and taking away, it, it's such a dumb penalty. It doesn't even hurt anybody. It doesn't affect, all you're doing is punishing people that uh, blah, 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 blah. Yet they still whine and they still cry about it. Mm-hmm. So it's probably an effective punishment. It doesn't hurt the current state of the program when you take away wins. It doesn't hurt the current players. I kind of agree with you. If you're looking for like a punishment that's going to... Like it's 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 a have reminder, an yeah. Have an that impact. You cheated during those years. Without, whenever you see asterisks, without handcuffing guys that had nothing to do with it, mm-hmm. it's not a a bad way to go about it. But uh, I, I I think anybody that's expecting something big coming down to Kansas for their years and years of cheating and giving a middle finger to the NCAA along the way, I think you're going to be disappointed. Hope you're wrong about that, though. Hope that we're doing tomorrow's show and we're. Having a fun, jovial time celebrating UK as your all-time wins leader in college basketball, uh, but but you will get that decision according to Pat Forty today, and I think Kansas is also maybe supposed to get a commitment today. Which Scoots is Liam McNeely committing today, or is that this weekend? Uh, he is committing on Sunday, which is my birthday, which means he is a Hoosier. So oh, no wow. no need to even read any further into it. Liam McNeely, he's got to be an Irish basketball player, correct? No, he's just a Hoosier. No. I was told watch out for Iowa in the Liam McNeely recruiting. Mm-mm. It's down to Indiana and Kansas. Good try. Yeah, he, he added one just no, because he, didn't. he liked the cornfields. No. He's he's good. Oh no, you got corn competition? Corn competition. Oh. It's corn. No, uh, I think Kansas is supposed to get a commitment today though. I don't know who it is. Oh, interesting. Hopefully a player similar to McNeely. Saw a tweet. It was like, of course, the day Kansas is going to get in trouble with the NCAA, they're going to get a recruiting win, which is kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, it certainly is. I say whatever they read out. The I, I wish that this stuff was like they went down to Lawrence, Kansas. Somebody with a trumpet. A big, yeah, a big like unraveling of a scroll. And then you'd need Nasty Dog there too. Oh. Na- Nasty Dog reads it out with the big fake blunt in his hand. Or, no, 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 you read it out, and then Nasty Dog whites it with the blunt. Oh, 
Yeah. Or after you read it out, all the lights go out, and then it's strobe lights and like fog machines, and then they get the the entertainment. Remember Answers. from yeah the they... Fog Allen Entertainment, and you get Nasty Dog. Snoop comes out of nowhere, concert right there on spot. Wow. At that point, who even cares about what the NCAA said to you? You're having a party with Nasty Dog. You're making it nasty. That's P. See, this is why we need to be hired for PR PR 101. PR. PR. <laughs> The top PR for pirates, PR. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will say the. Um, like, if you're, I do think Louisville fans have a right to like they. They definitely got caught cheating, just like a lot of other teams. That's but I true, think right? they're the last program that the NCAA actually cared about getting in trouble for cheating, because it's pretty clear they just don't. They don't care anymore, which means. You, Kentucky, cheat. Cheat, cheat, cheat. Because it don't matter. It, it doesn't. Like, the, today we're going to get further proof that it's, it's it, it means absolutely nothing. Remember when, like, this, I mean, that people, I mean, this was all you talked about. Oh, yeah. I mean, they were, they, these were huge. Be, you'd have entire Like, Sports Center summer. would go live from Lawrence, and you would have Pete Thamel there, mm-hmm. like, Coach Bill Self, he could lose his job. You know, like, I mean, there would be, it would be chaos, pandemonium, and now just nobody cares. Outside Not the even the NCAA. Would just be like rubbing their nipples. At the, oh, at, Bob Lee. At the, he'd, at he'd the content. The, oh, yeah. Uh, they'd, they'd have content for an entire summer. There, There is. When Roush and I were growing up, like, you'd have entire summer radio topics of, like, a L player was shot. Has Bobby Petrino lost control of this entire program? And you talk about that for months. Or even something more trivial like, oh my gosh, a Louisville player was driving somebody's car. Whose car was it? Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. No, well, how do you have this 18-year-old kid from so-and-so, so-and-so driving an $82,000 car? <laughs> and now this is, you know, we're laughing about it, but like people that have listened to Sports Talk Radio a long time, that would drive an entire summer and... Kansas, part of the issue with the NCAA here is the this drags on so long, Roush, you forget what even what we're even talking is about. Is it Billy Preston in this? Yeah, yeah. This is like when they played Billy Preston. The NCAA was like, do not play him. He's ineligible. They went on and played him. They went to a Final Four. This is what this is about. Yes. And quite frankly, like, uh, you know, now that nil is a thing and transferring all willy billy is a thing, people just don't care so much about money angles to college athletic storylines, and understandably so. But this is an instance where Kansas played a player that the NCAA told them not to play. I don't know how you don't vacate those games. And they didn't come out later and say, like, hey, we were wrong to say you couldn't play him. You all were right. They always said, like, this dude cannot do not play him. He is not eligible to be played right now. And Kansas just said, middle finger, middle finger, middle finger. And now we'll see what the NCAA says in rebuttal to that middle finger. And it's going to be, at worst, maybe a little slap on the wrist or a little pat on the booty and say, all right, Jayhawks, go on with your merry way. And in the meantime of all this going on, Kansas has been the best that they've been under Bill Self during this stretch, which is crazy to think about. Bill Self, pretty good coach, uh, but also big-time cheater. Big-time cheater. Bad hair, too. Well, actually, good fake hair. Can we, can we 
Can we add to that punishment? What if it, that's the punishment? Yeah. The punishment just says, Bill, listen, you no guys more, are getting No up. more plugs. We're not going to vacate anything. No big deal. But you got to be your true self plugs on the sidelines for three games. <laughs> and if you don't accept it, then we're coming down with the hammer of Thor. Well, it's five level ones. I believe that is more than our old Cardinal Bird friends dealt with. Five level ones was like death penalty type stuff. In the era when people cared about cheating. Yeah, it's... it's that's a lot. And Bill Self is just going like to smile what? through it. There's not even going to... I mean, we're not even going to get the pleasure of watching Kansas basketball games and having the broadcast team, like, casting dispersions against Bill Self in the middle of the game. Oh, and let's not... Like, this has nothing to do with what the NCAA is going to say. But let's not forget that... Kansas brought in a player that had been accused of a lot of bad things and then gets, what, rape allegations, sexual assault allegations while in Lawrence, Kansas, and Kansas lets him go, yeah, rightfully and understandably so. But, oh, goodness gracious, I could think of a couple other coaches where if they brought in somebody that had a troubled background and then the troubled background shone through at their new stop, ooh, the old coach would be getting yeah. crushed for it. Yep. But Kansas is going to get NCAA issues today. They haven't had the best offseason just with some other stuff going on with the program. And do you have national media knocking on Bill Self's door, writing anything negative, saying anything oh, negative? they're knocking on his door so they can go get some beers. Yeah. yeah. Ice cold beers with old Bill. Hey, Bill, Hooters is open. Let's go. Come on. What do you think? No, there's it no way. A, it's there's a wild no way double. Lawrence, Kansas has a Hooters. It's a wild double stand. Scoots, where do you think the people pound the beers at in Lawrence, Kansas? Let's see what Rob Dosser's been tweeting about. A lot, of, a lot on the news with Kansas. Let's see if he's talking about it. I, I don't know anything about Kansas, Ralph. Do you think they have any chains? Is or KU any? coming to IU this year? Uh, Do they come to IU? I think so. Didn't yeah. you all go there last year? Yes, Get we did. Get your booties handed to you? We did. So, yeah, they'll, they'll come to assembly this year. It'll be a fun one. Hunter Dickinson's going to be real tough to stop. I'm pumped for basketball. Man, I'm so pumped. Let's see. Rob Doster's fighting with people that disagree with his rankings. Mm. Always a good time. Yep, yep. Um, not seeing anything about Kansas. There is a Hooters in Lawrence, Kansas. Wow. So, Roush nailed that. No, TJ well, did. It's, yeah. in, it's in Kansas City. Well, okay, that's not Kansas City is not Lawrence, not even near. Do you think Kansas I, well, is just one town? No, I, I, Welcome I, to Kansas. It popped up on the Google that it was in Lawrence, and then I clicked on it. and It's actually in Kansas City. All right, nothing. What from, if that's how people got like the fine folks at the Lawrence Chamber of Commerce just mess with the internet to any time you looked up a Kansas City restaurant, it said it was in Lawrence, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> you open DoorDash, it's like, oh, sweet, there's a beautiful place we can get in right now. It's, uh, it's a 55-minute oh. drive. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like in Texas. It's like, you know, a 40-minute drive in Texas is nothing. Oh, yeah. In Lawrence, it's like, yeah, if you got to go drive to Kansas City for a good meal, that's nothing. That's what we do. I actually thought Lawrence was a, a cute little college town. I think it'd be a fun place to spend four years in college. I don't know how you'd live there out of college. Be a townie, yeah. But uh, for... For like a little college setup, it, it was a cool place. And if UK ever plays there again, highly recommend you go. Of course, I went to the game that we got cheated and lost in like overtime. Um, and I did not go to the one where we won by a million points, but I bet the million points one would be a lot more fun. Yeah, so 
nothing on Kansas from Rob Doster in the last 24 hours. You would think the voice of the Almanac, the field of 68, your one source of college basketball news. You think they'd have something on Kansas receiving a bunch of penalties today, but uh, he, he does not, unfortunately. Let's see if Jeff Goodman's got anything. You would think he's got, you know, you got to have something on Kansas. They're getting punished today or yesterday. You'd, you'd have the news that, you know, Pat Forty had. You're, you guys are big college basketball riders. Hmm. Oh, no. Jeff Goodman, nothing on Kansas, you all. Isn't that crazy? Not a thing mm. on Kansas getting in trouble. Wow, I'm so shocked. You mean he's not reporting on his beer buddy getting caught? God, so weird. So weird. Oh, man, let's, let, we're going to have to put a clock on it today. How long does it take him to tweet about at once the news breaks? I just want to know which media member is going to have the guts. Like, whether what we think is going to happen, Kansas gets like the most minor slap on the wrist. Or Kansas gets punished, they vacate wins, it ends up being slightly severe Wheeler. Like, it's a little severe Wheeler. Which media member will be the first that, if it's the slap on the wrist like we think, that will come out and be like, this is the good move, this was the right punishment, this has been years, there would be no sense, and blah, blah, blah. Which media member would be the first one to do that? Or, if it ends up being a little bit more severe, which one comes out and says, this is over the top, they didn't need this much punch because you know it's gonna be it's gonna be somebody. It's gonna be Dosser, it's gonna be Goodman, could be Fanta. I don't know I don't know how Gary Parrish would feel. I think Gary Parrish likes Bill Self, but out of not his crowd. So it'll be somebody though. We'll keep an eye on it. Place your bets. We're gonna take our first break, but first Rosh is gonna tell you about Thornton. Tomorrow is free coffee Thursday, but today you can still get a lot of great goodies. Oh, yeah, like you can get, uh, you're eating a Pop-Tart right now? Mm Mm-hmm. They have Pop-Tarts at Thornton's. They do, but the best, they're they're, they're fresh fruit. Fresh fruit. Food. They have fresh fruit. They also have real food. So sorry, Thornton. Gosh, it's it's all falling apart this morning. There's a neighborhood Thornton's near you. Stop on in today. Fuel your day, whether you're getting coffee or you're getting energy drink. That's what Scoots likes. Fountain drink. Maybe a little sausage biscuit or burrito to wake you up. They got the best stuff at Thornton. Stop by one today. This is Kentucky Roll Call. We'll be back after this. Okay. Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hopefully Nasty Dog's there. And oh, yeah. Well, he's got to be there, right? It's a tradition unlike any other. It really is. Bring out the strippers, get Nasty Dog there, get the giant blunts. With so much drama in the LBC, it's kind of hard being Snoop D-O-double-G. But I somehow, way, keep coming up with funky-ass hits like every single day. May I kick a little something for the G's and make a few ends as I breeze through. Two in the morning and the party still jumping cause my mama ain't home. I got some freaks in the living room getting it on and they ain't leaving till six in the morning. So what you gonna do? I got a pocket full of rubbers and my homeboys do too. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse. 
Justin Kalen on a, your Wednesday morning hump day. Get your text into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. And hopefully you took advantage of Taco Tuesday at Salsaritas. But if not, you can go there for wildly addictive chip Wednesday or any day, really. And keep them in mind for your catering needs. No parties too big, no parties too small for a Salsaritas catering. You can do it all at the touch of your fingertips on their phone, on your phone, on their app. Just download Salsaritas. It will save you time. And with that app, you earn points, which saves you money. So check them out today. Two locations, Middletown. It has a drive through out there on Shelbyville Road. That Salsaritas is delicious and great. And then the one in St. Matthew's covered patio. going to be a beautiful day today. Highs, I think it's 71. Scoots, be a nice day to hit the links. Go get some Salsaritas lunch and then go play 18. It would be. Yeah, you want to do that? I would love so. I, yeah. Too bad. I, I I'll pay for the Salsaritas. You pay for the golf. Unfortunately, I have got a guy coming to my house anywhere between 1.30 and 4 o'clock today to do a uh, some maintenance on our heating unit, make sure we're good to go for the winter. So mm. I'll have to be at the house, unfortunately. What? Ha- well, what the hell is Gil doing? Uh, he's working. Well, tough table. Somebody's got to bring home the money. Tough. <laughs> so you leaving the windows open ruined, broke everything. Yeah. <laughs> Is that true? Uh, it, it It's not true, but our house literally has been 65 degrees ever since Saturday, which has been awesome. So gonna gonna I tried to enjoy it last night. Because I was I was telling him that it's the last night that it's going to be like really cold in here because we've got three hot days coming. It's going to heat back up. Mm. So how um did you have you have you flipped the switch and tried to turn on the heater? Either? No, heck no. Will you not do that ever unless it's got you got somebody to look at it? No. So we just I, I just I we haven't had to turn it on yet. I, I we are always we hold out till it gets like sixty and then we'll turn it on. So it hasn't got that low yet. But we also have a an electric fireplace that we can crank up as well. That that goes along. That provides a lot of heat. So what? Why are you getting it checked out if there's nothing wrong with it? That's just. I mean, that's what. I mean, that wasn't my call. That's the homeowner's call. My my buddy Jake's. Just wants to make sure. Just wants to make sure it's good to go. Yep. Okay. Guess that checks out. Well, cool. Good luck to your heating. Thanks for bailing on golf. Another invite (laughs) unanswered. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Isn't there a theme. song about unanswered prayers? Is that is that what we're dealing with right now? <laughs> Seems like it. It's a great. I don't song. even bother asking you to golf her out. <laughs> oh yeah, It'd be a waste no, of a text. Oh yeah, total waste. I got in. Uh, y'all were a part of my last round of the year, though. No, Congrats. didn't you play another scramble after that? No. Yeah, I thought you did. I thought you did. The big X scramble. I thought you had like a sales scramble. Yeah, I thought that was after the big X one. No, no, just oh, okay. was like two weeks prior. Gotcha. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, I might get in. Maybe there's like a an unseasonably warm December Sunday or something. Might get a shot. But we golfed on Thanksgiving last year, and it was probably one of my favorite rounds of the year. We had a blast. The weather was amazing. So you never know. What never, was it? Never say never. What was it? Two years ago that we could have golfed on Christmas. It was like seventy something degrees. Yeah. on Christmas. And then last year's Christmas was like two degrees. Yeah. You know what they say about weather in Kentucky, Scoots? It's unpredictable. No. Oh. No, they never say they that. Nev- <laughs> That's the one thing we know that they don't say about the weather in Kentucky. They say just wait. If you don't like well, it, just wait a couple hours. Yeah, there we go. Oh, okay. I guess I've so heard that before. Basically, it is unpredictable, but we don't say that. It's not a fun <laughs> saying. They And they say that about weather everywhere. If you don't like it, wait a couple hours.
Roush, what do you want to get into? I have a bunch of different small little things. We can get in the Thornton's text line, though. I think that's always a good way to get back on, on the right on, page. On the right track? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have it pulled up, but I'd be happy to go take a visit. All righty. We could just bring up what Seth Greenberg said, though. Scoots reminded me <clears throat> or during the break that it's uh, Woman's Weight Wednesday. So, we, you know, if you, uh, anybody has anybody in mind, we could take a guess. Woman's what Wednesday? Women's Weight Wednesday. Yeah. Your, favorite? your favorite game? You just guess how much a woman weighs. Yeah, oh, you guess how much Well, a woman we weighs. have to do like two, three, four of them, right? If it's Women's Weight Wednesday. What did Seth Greenberg say? Big Z, going to be here Thursday. 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 So that would be after Pro Day. Before Big Blue Man? All right. So he'd be. What's what? What's the? Re- it's gonna be funny when he gets the biggest like reaction when being introduced to Big Blue Man, because nobody knows anything about him. They should just do the Enos Kander thing again. Give him the cowboy hat. Play the Undertaker music. Just run it back. Party well, like it's 2011. What movie is it where they try to get the Ford kid in, and like they they fundraise for it, and finally he gets there, and they're like, "That's him." And they're like, "That's him." Yeah. Not ringing not, a bell? Not, not ringing oh, it's, any on bells. The, it's on the tip of my brain. Yeah. So it sounds more like a show. Than no, a it's a movie. Oh, it's a funny movie, too. Mm. Somebody's going to let me know on the Thornton sex line. But it feels like we're just getting this, we're getting this player in that we've been wanting so long about, but we, we have no idea anything about him. Tall guy. Yeah. Yeah. He can block shots. We know that he grows an inch every time we bring him up on Kentucky Roll Call. So I think he's up to 7'7, seven, seven, which is pretty awesome. Confirmed, yeah. And we know that he's like as has as much muscle in his body as like a newborn giraffe. Mm-hmm. Doesn't look like the biggest dude in the world in terms of like bulkiness. But supposedly he can really shoot the magic bean, and he can also block shots. We're calling it now. I don't, I don't think that's what I'm calling it. But he can block shots. He can block shots, and he can really shoot the old magic bean. Huh. I'm with Roush. I'm not calling it that either. But folks are going to go crazy at Big Blue Madness when he's introduced. Banana land. May, we may not see him in a game until December, Ooh. but people are going to lose their minds. Can we get a UK admissions? A little, little wordy and a little choppy. Are we are Also, are we cheering for UK admissions or are we booing them for taking so long? It's mm, a good question. Yeah, nobody knows. And can we get something like, or do we do an Eli Capaluto chant? Capaluto. Something to consider for the people that are going to be there. I won't be. I'm not going to be there. I'm doing Boo at the Zoo. Excited about it, Roush, although they're, I've been told from inside sources they're still skimping on the candy. Wow. Two years ago, they were just basically like, you want the whole bag, take the whole bag. I guess last year it got word got out instead it was like here's a piece for you see here's this a piece for that, you. that's how it was when we went you might have just gotten early when everybody was all woolly billy and they realized like oh maybe we're i giving just away got a fun much. group yeah yeah we're giving away too much candy uh when, when are you attending friday friday during big blue madness oh i will record big blue madness and i will watch it and it'll probably f- either be a late friday night watch or an early saturday morning and then you just fast forward to like like watch. No, I want to. I want to watch the women's basketball introductions. I mean, I don't want to watch the men's basketball introductions. I like the introductions. I don't for the men. I, 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 they do fun dances, and you get to see a little bit of their personality. 
No, you, you can make some you grand takes based on the way they come out. Yeah. Okay. Sure. It has some grand takes. I remember one year at uh, Hoosier Hysteria, Oladipo came out singing Usher. I could give first player introduction. Who did? Oladipo. That's pretty big news. Yeah. He turned out cool. to be a good player. So he was, you had to imagine that good things were coming. Well, he was. So he's always been a really good singer. I think I want to say he has an album out. But so yeah, he he came out rocking Usher. Everybody was like, "Whoa, this dude's killing it!" And it, with his smooth dance moves, it's cool. Singing Oladipos <laughs> is the name of his band. I was told. Who that Cats fan? I could give him a kiss on their forehead. Uh, consensually. The movie is The Girl Next Door. Underrated comedy in the That 2000s. is a great movie, but yeah. I don't remember them raising money to bring an international student over. Yeah, the, the, he's they're right. I, I mean, it was obviously like... Is that the like, beginning of the movie? Where that's like before they start getting into nefarious events? N- like this is their big... Uh, no, oh. they end up having to like... He ends up having to do all this stuff because... The money that they were raising to bring this kid over, he had to pay for the car. That's rent. what it is. Yeah, because Samyam was a savant. That That's was what it was. Yeah, yeah, he was a savant. They had to get him over here so he could learn. Um, man, Girl Next Door. That is a very underrated movie. Very funny. Thank, way to go, Who That Cats fan. Really, Thank really you. appreciate that. Yeah, that's exactly. He is. What was the name of him? Su- what was the name of the? Samyam. I'm Sam pretty Yum. sure that was his. Uh, that sounds name. like the kid in uh, Kicking and Screaming. Whatever the kid's name is, though, that is our big Z. Yeah. Different looking, but a very similar situation. We don't know exactly what we're getting, but we think we're getting something cool brought on over. And I can't wait to see. What, what music are you going to come out to? I want something very Eastern European. Yeah, I need to have. Very <laughs> Eastern <laughs> I just imagine in, like, Eurotrip. We're just going to bring up 2000s comedies all day. It's, it's a Wacky Wednesday. I just imagine Eurotrip when they drink the um, absinthe and go to a rave. That, that's what I'm imagining. Is like That's what he just listens to all the time. Stereotypes in Hollywood. They're never wrong. Who do we think is going to... No, we're not going to do the best dance radio. No. I'm Big Blue Madness. We're not. Yeah, yeah. we're not. Uh, by the way, ABC News. Climate change could soon be altering the quality of hops used to make beer, which will, su- which will then alter the flavor, Ooh. according to a new study. Oh, here's another study. Drinking an extra cup of coffee per day could help with weight management, study finds. <laughs> yeah, right. I've, I've been practicing that for years. You need to start having an extra cup to your extra cup, and then you're, the pounds will shed off. Well, what if I've already done that? The 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 worst the the worst is the like you need an five extra, o'clock you need cup an of coffee cup. or the like seven o'clock one where it's like, gosh, I need this, but. My neighbor, we're becoming like good friends with my neighbor, which has been awesome. We had the, first off, I didn't talk about this on air, had the neighborhood HOA meeting last week. I went to it. You, you attended? I, I'll never miss another one. It was electric. It was like, there. it really was. One, I learned a ton about like the neighborhood and just Linden. Like there's a bunch of stuff going on that I didn't know about. So that was interesting. So it's not just your little subdivision that like no, it is, three block. It is just like my little subdivision. For the HOA, but we just, you know, we talked about happenings in the whole oh, city. Oh, you got the hot goss? And the, it doesn't hurt that the mayor lives in our neighborhood. Wait, so you like, live with the, by the mayor? I, I do, Oh, uh, yeah. Moneybags, Walker, real estate mogul, and the Linden mayor. And so, rubbing elbows. So, we've got like a big, you know, 411 on what's the haps in Linden and all the exciting stuff. They're doing a big construction project on, on LaGrange Road starting in a few years and stuff like that. So, that was fun. But then... 
the conversation of political signs in the neighborhood got brought up. Which, Ooh, yeah, that's fun. We have a Facebook group, and it gets brought up every so often where we'll talk like political signs, or you know, there'll be kind of a juicy thread on the Facebook page. But in person, and I was the youngest person at the HOA meeting. Probably, I would think that the mayor was second youngest. And I think he graduated high school eight years before I did, so he's probably like forty-ish. So I was the youngest there by about eight years, and. Roush, the deed restrictions specifically say no signs in your yard. Okay. So you'd think that'd be the, the long and short of it. Right. But what has been expressed from the HOA is that, like, we we're, we can't and we won't, like, sue you about it. We're not going to come take the sign out of your yard because everybody does have, like, a First Amendment right. So I don't, you know, in a court case, you may technically win being able to have your sign, but they're not allowed. So understandably, you may be confused. A lot of people in the neighborhood are. It's basically a, you can do it if you really, really want to, but you're, you shouldn't do it. That's kind of that's kind of where it's settled upon. Is there people, though, who really, really want to? So that's the thing. That's what kind of like the mayor was saying. It was like, I am not for or against yard signs. But we are a dead-end neighborhood. There's no through traffic. The only thing you're doing is putting that sign in your yard to tell your neighbors, like, this is, you know, I want you all to know what, I, what, side yeah, what, what, I, what side I'm on. And technically, when you're doing it, you're breaking the deed restriction rules. And some lady stood up, and she's like, well, I've got a list of the deed restrictions, and everybody's breaking the rules. Because if you don't, and she starts, like, going through them. Everybody's mailbox has to be black. There's oh, wow. a, a sign like the security sign you may have on your house. My home's protected by non-sponsored security company. She was like, that sign being up there, that's not allowed. If you've got a flag in your backyard, that's not allowed. No, she's going through like the deed restrictions. So she's like, so I think people that maybe have a political sign, if you want to get mad at them, you probably are breaking some rules at your own house. So that went back and forth for a little while. And of course, no resolution. Like, but I'll, my thing is, like, if you're agreeing to moving into a neighborhood with an HOA and deed restrictions, aren't you forfeiting some of your First Amendment rights by yep. agreeing to abide by their HOA? And it was like you know this when you sign up for it. I was actually speaking with uh, uh, my parents' neighbor now, but their 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 kids' friends with Duke. We, you know, we got we're parent we're, we're we're slowly getting into the like parents hanging out sort of deal. Yeah. Um, but they, they had a property at rough river and they didn't, when they bought it, they didn't know it had a HOA. They were like, well, we'll just put a trailer on or something. But the HOA has umpteen restrictions on, nope, can't do a trailer. Can't do this. Like it has to be a house, um, that's at least 1200 square feet as, uh, the color of the, the scenery, right? Like you got to use one of the earth, an earth tone. So it's like, all right, we're not. Because we're selling it then because we're not doing all of that. So I uh, feel like that's that's kind of what you, you got to deal with with an HOA. HOAs are the freaking worst. What What is the point of an HOA? Like, well, why, why do we want every house to be the same and not have let people express themselves? So the thing you know? is, is most aren't that strict. Like, most of them, it's just like, here are... Because I, I didn't realize that, I mean, obviously, my neighborhood, if you looked at the neighborhood I grew up in, my subdivision... That's an HOA neighborhood. 
but most of it was just based on like, hey, don't um, like the only time we ever ran into it is putting a basketball goal in the streets. But pretty much anything else is like you aren't supposed to have yard signs. Some people put up yard signs, but it wasn't really enforced. Mostly your dues went for paying the white bills mm-hmm. and the grass, like the landscape. Yeah. To where everything looks nice. That that's the basics of it. Some of them will also do like your trash services. So it's your base it's like small neighborhood government. Yeah, that's what it is. And I, I I like it. I'm okay with it. And it's kind of fun to just see how it operates. I think ours is pretty good and pretty detailed and very transparent, which is a word we use here on Kentucky Roll Call a lot. But, like, Scoots, those storms in, I think, April, and then I think we had more in June, like, it knocked down trees onto LaGrange Road. It ruined a bunch of stuff at the front of the neighborhood. And normally that's like, oh, sweet, HOA can pay for that instead of technically what I learned at this HOA meeting too is, like, if you have a sidewalk in your front yard, you are in charge of maintaining that sidewalk, which yeah. I had no idea about. Um, and that's why you'll see a lot of sidewalks that are kind of busted and the city won't necessarily have it a first priority to get to it because it's technically the homeowner that's supposed to handle that sort of stuff. But having the HOA, it made that easy scoots. Um, so they, they can have some benefits, but they also can provide some drama. A texture on the Thornton's text line says, HOAs or for neighborhoods are the least American thing ever. As a libertarian, TJ, you just you should despise all HOA rules. I, but I'm agreeing to them. Like I am, I'm agreeing to them. Now that being said, I do think like we were going at the HOA meeting when that lady got up and talked. The guy, our HOA president, was like, "There are things in the deed restrictions that are probably outdated that should be revisited." And I, I just want to be like, "Then let's do it." Like, let's go, let's go through all of them. I mean, not right now, probably, because at that point it was like 8.45 at night. But there is a, a texture, I get what you're saying. Like, I didn't agree to these rules, so why should I necessarily abide to them? But I did agree to move into the neighborhood that was following these rules. Well, and that- I don't think HOAs should be, like, dictated on people, but I do think that it's okay to have neighborhoods that have HOAs, and if you want to move into said neighborhood, you should be allowed. I mean, that was kind of my whole thing about it. It just feels like it's not American to have an HOA. And I, I get your mindset of, well, you agree to it, but it just doesn't feel like something that should be a thing. Let people live their lives how they want. If you want a yard sign, put a yard well, sign. If you want a flagpole in your backyard, put a flagpole in your backyard. But, but you, you, I wonder who was the guy, who was the neighborhood jerk that got everybody to start this? Because you know there was some dude who just... It was like, founded, we were founded as an HOA neighborhood. And now they were talking about some of like the rules of the founding and stuff because we've got a hospital back near our neighborhood as well. Super interesting stuff. The hospital has veto power on anything that we like vote on or do because hmm. it was just like built into the neighborhood bylaws, right? right. Um, which is kind of fascinating. But I, I'm, I, you know, there was one guy though that ruined it for everybody, where they were like, "All right, we got to start a neighborhood association, start making some rules to get Jerry to clean up his act and cut his damn grass." That's the thing, though. Sometimes the Jerry's are annoying. Like, yeah. do clean up your grass, damn Jerry. Uh, Who that Cats fan says, now you're talking my language, the Friday pizza and the beer night with a Euro trip, girl next door, double feature is still a chef's kiss summer evening. Just talking about some of those movies early in our, in our childhood. Uh, All right. Hour one is coming to a close. We'll get more to the Thornton's text line. A lot of really good stuff on the Thornton's text line. Still have a little bit more Mark Stoops fallout from his comments from 
Monday. More talk on UK and Missouri and maybe even a little bit more basketball discussion. This is KRC on the Big X. Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. I'm TJ Walker. We'll be right back. With precision, I pick or make my selection on who I choose to be with. Girl, don't touch my protection. I know you won't hit the over. You say over? I ain't heard no family. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. Fun first hour flying by. Keep the text coming into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. And remember, Shady Ray is more than just amazing, unbelievable polarized sunglasses. They have great shirts. That uh, are incredibly comfortable Ooh, I do like to those wear. Shirts. Yeah, those are yeah, nice. Very, very nice. And then I've been really enjoying my blue light glasses. I left them at the office, so I'm not wearing them today. But I've been wearing them at the office a lot more. I, I can't say like when you're actually wearing them that like you notice a difference. But I do notice when I get home, just like at the end of the day, my eyes don't feel as strained. Uh, they've got it all at Shady Rays, and you'll save big bucks when you use promo code Big X at checkout. Big X at checkout for big savings. ShadyRays.com, free shipping and returns, over 250,000 five-star reviews. They've got snow goggles, they've got UV shirts, they've got prescription glasses, excuse me, and the Blu-ray glasses, which I really did not think I would like or need or want, but turns out I do want, need, and enjoy. Go to ShadyRays.com, save 40% with the promo code BIGX. All right, Roush, you want to jump into the text line? Let's jump into that text line. have a few more HOA texts from... Robert says, HOAs are communists. Uh, don't think it's, communist. it's my property. I'm going to do what I want with it. It gives old people a sense of entitlement over other people. But seriously, Justin, HOAs allow at least a baseline of what property of what each property and house should be or look like. This allows the neighborhood to maintain its value in, per, in perpetuity. There are instances where I live where some neighbors build giant sheds right on their line of their property next to their neighbor, almost certainly hurting the value of that home. Yeah, but don't they have to go through the HOA to get the okay to build that shed? Well, that's what there's. I think he's saying in a non-HOA neighborhood. Oh, okay. That in a yeah. non-HOA, they wouldn't have to do that. Gotcha. Our HOA, yeah, you're supposed to, anytime you're building or doing something to your house, you're supposed to run it by them. Well, and that even includes inside your house too, right? Like if you were going to say, let's say you wanted to renovate your basement, don't you have to let your HOA know that? No, no, if you're finishing your bed, like okay. if you're adding on to your house, like adding an addition or so extension, on, only then, outside of your house. Yeah, yeah, okay. like or like if you're getting new windows. I know some old homes are like that. Um, like if you're in old Louisville, um, that's why we they even asked us if we wanted to be a part of some historic old homes thing. And I was like, eh, we might, we might, we might after we get new windows on the house. Let's, let's then then we'll consider it. But yeah, that uh, you know, rules is rules. It happens. 
Yeah, it's nice. That Robert is, is correct about that tax. And again, if it's something that you would think that sounds horrible to you, it's one, it's probably not. I know that there are HOA horror stories and there are some some ugly situations. The the the, the most heated our got was not heated at all, and it was just over political signs, which really in the grand scheme of things, not that huge of a deal. But if it sounds like something you wouldn't want to do, nobody would force you to move into an HOA neighborhood. Another HOA taxer well, says... Love that we're getting HOA facts today. Scoots, I grew up in a rural area like you. HOAs help keep the property value up so you don't have to worry about Jim Bob parking a broken down car in the front lawn. Hmm. Are you being convinced into HOAs, Scoots? Absolutely not. No. It seems like you and Gil have an HOA set up within your own house. Yeah, you guys no. internal HOA. Yeah, not at all. He's the HOA president. You're just the little HOA peasant. No, nah, because I can make any changes I want, whenever I want, however like I sounds want. Sounds like the HOA put down a window ban on the house, and now no, you're just having I, to. Yeah, but I broke the ban. I put the windows up and, and said, suck it, HOA. But now you got in trouble, and you're on your knees asking for forgiveness. Nah, and you know what? I'm you know what? I'm going to go home, and I'm going to open the yeah, windows back yeah, up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tell Gil to suck it, baby. <laughs> Let's get back to the, the, the more topical you know what? Actually, what's topical is HOA. Only <laughs> HOA text on the Thornton's text line today. Uh, no, where are we at on uh, the on the real Thornton's text line? Yeah, they said, uh, how about instead of a random Venmos and calling on the regular fans, just said Stoops go eat a dinner with the Crafts and find a few million in the couch cushion. <laughs> I mean, th- the, that's the thing, there, though. They do that. There is like, truth to you that. Can't, you can't just lean on the same donors both, over and over. Both are true. Like, UK does need the average Joe fan chipping in to make a difference. And Roush, it seemed like you really made waves what what you said on roll call yesterday about what U of L did because I heard Rutherford talk about it. I heard a bunch of other shows mention it. That that's not, I heard U of L and UK shows mention it. But that's something that U of L does that UK should do, and UK should do it. That's a good way to pull more out of average Joe fan. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's realistic to get average Joe fan to subscribe to a five or ten or twenty dollar monthly service for benef- benefits that they don't care about or won't use or never even hear about. Which I've heard all three of those things with people that have signed up for different nil collectives and stuff along those lines. But you can capitalize off their goodwill when. They're excited when they're happy. Mm-hmm. When UK gets a big win, you can post that bad boy up and get more money from Joe Average fan. But it is true that like to really move the needle, it ain't five and ten dollars from Roush and TJ. Right. It's five hundred thousand dollars from the crafts for this fall. And then an additional seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars from another donor in the spring. Mm-hmm. Like you need you, you need Bofa. You do need the at, like just the in the stable. Hey, this is kind of our baseline. We've got money coming in, money coming in, money coming in. But you do need the big whales. You yeah. gotta have you gotta have both of them. Otherwise, it's not going to happen. You can't have one without the other. If you're going to have one, you'd rather it be the big money. But that that can't that doesn't last forever. The ROI on that for the crafts is just not not going to be worth their while if they're going to be the only people ponying up. And everybody always uses the crafts because it's the one that we know. But there are a lot of others similar to the crafts. Yes, maybe not that. Maybe that don't pony up as much, and sometimes maybe even pony up more. I also think Stoops. You got a bourbon company. Is that bourbon company giving back? I would imagine it probably is. But let's make sure that that's doing. You know, can it? I would think that a own a, a one of the co-owners of the bourbon company would be more than happy to donate back. Right? Like the money can get funneled around to the right hands. To I would. I would hope so. 
I'm just saying, like, you know, Stoops, you're welcome to call out fans. You didn't do it at the right time. It's not the end of the world. We don't need to make a bigger deal about it than it already has been. Right. But, like, I'm, you know, I'm, make sure you're doing your part, too, and I'm sure that he is. I'm still not convinced that he called out the fans. This is kind of – this whole quote thing kind of reminds me of Jamar Chase last week when he had the quote that he's always open. I think we kind of just spun it a certain way. Like, didn't Stoops just answer a question from somebody that called in? Wasn't that how it got brought up in the first place? Uh, he got no, right. he got a little irked at the guy who brought he up that. He, he, he brought that up himself. Yeah. Gotcha. Yes. Um, but nobody else took the bait. Not even Shane Beamer. Um, but like other coaches were asked about it. They all know that this is the game that college football is playing now. So like, And you're going to get it from a lot of coaches. When things don't go their way, you're always going to have like the nil safety net. And what school is not going to say like, wish we had more money. Right, Wish right. we had a little bit more help. Mm-hmm. Every school is gonna gonna use that, and coaches that when they get fired and stuff like that, they probably will bring that up from time to time. Mark Stoops doesn't have to worry about getting fired; he's got to worry about beating Missouri. Beat yeah. Missouri, and everybody's fine. Everybody's moved on. You're six and one at that point. And any honest UK fan at the start of the season, if you said, "Hey, can you? Would you be okay with starting the year six and one?" Pushing the button instantly, there wouldn't be one person that wouldn't say, "Well, I think we can win at Georgia." Every single person would push the button to be 6-1. and one. That's on the table Saturday. Get back on track. Nobody's going to care about what Stoop said or didn't say. Hopefully this Georgia game was a one stinker. They always throw out there, and we got it out of our system in a game we probably wouldn't have won anyway. That's a good way to look at it. Cats and Mark Soups, they usually have a stinker a year. Sometimes Might as well do it against a really good team. Sometimes it's more than one. Yeah, if you just... Instead of, you know, playing them close and then just feeling like, oh, you know, we gave it our all and we don't have anything to show for it, next week we have a bad week. Next week we don't take it as seriously. Uh, Hopefully the bad practice that Snoops talked about a lot last week will be kind of a guiding force of, look, you guys weren't taking your – you beat Florida, you were riding too high, you didn't take things seriously and got your ass handed to you. So you guys ready to work again and get that feeling of the Florida win or you guys want to goof around – and have the feeling of the beatdown against Georgia. Which one do y'all prefer? Because they did talk about the week before Florida, Roush, how good of a week of practice it was. And he did talk about the week of the Georgia game, how not great of a week of practice it was. So sometimes that's coach speak. You know, they use the media to try to fire up those guys. Sometimes they're just being legitimate, and maybe we should pay more attention to it. That being said, Roush, how has this week gone so far? Uh, So far, so good. Uh, good. I don't want to hear about a bad practice. There is a... I think it, it, they're a little banged up, if you will. Um, but it's, it's the middle of the season, right? Be expected. But I don't, I don't anticipate like the downtrodden. You, I did not get that vibe at all from practice. That like everybody's just. Oh, oh, oh. It actually, was pretty cool. I don't know what group they had out after practice, but it was like a group of kids and families. Some of it is just it's family Tuesdays are family nights, so like all the coaches they're kids and wives come in and they all eat eat a meal together before they go back into the film room uh felt really bad when uh Liam's kid saw him from like across the way came running over and he gave him a big hug and then he had to come do media and then he was just you know kid was crying it's like oh man we're the worst Jeez. yeah uh Woodward did his interview while holding his daughter that was great oh yeah yeah this is sweet kids uh, they're the best but what was very funny is that a group of I don't know 10-year-olds-ish, they were playing football in the practice field, and 
I just heard out of the corner, like, oh, like one of them scored. And then you see Barry on, like, running to the end zone and, like, dancing with him. Uh, he was dressed for practice. Kenneth Horsey was dressed for practice. So that's got to be uh, good signs. Uh, and the whole uh, talking point focus for this offense is it, it really just takes one, just takes one to kind of get the confidence back and then let's string together some positive plays like they're close they feel like they're close just need a breakthrough and you could have a breakthrough against a porous pass defense who's missing their four-year starter at cornerback there's a very good chance that could happen this weekend uh whereas last weekend that's that's a tall ask um georgia very good if you want to illustrate it even more cole kublik had a tweet where like kentucky played as good as they could have defensively they had three guys win their pass rush to force Beck into an uncomfortable situation. They hit the hell out of him. He still put the ball on target, and they needed the defensive back to record a PBU just to get one one stop on one play. Yeah, we thought that UK could could really make life difficult for Beck, and sometimes, I hate saying this, but sometimes you do just have to take your hat off to him and just be like, man, he made some Dude, really good throws. Yeah. and like, like Really a- good throws. Even where like UK's defensive secondary – was in the neighborhood of where they were supposed to be, but it was just like, if that throw is perfect on the money, that's just like the one area UK can't get to. And it seemed like there was four throws that were just like perfect. Defender, you had some guy up top, you had a linebacker trailing, maybe another secondary safety coming in from the weak side. And boom, just like right, the throw was right where it needed to be. Oh, Do you unplug me? Ooh. Oh, this isn't good. No. No, something happened. What's up? There goes the microphone. Oh, now we're oh, back. Okay. No, you're good. Okay, it was just whatever our headphones went out. Our gotcha. headphones went out in here, Scooch. So Ooh. we were worried that we that's, went, that's, we were we were pretty terrified. That's a problem I haven't dealt with yet, so I would have had to take a look at it. I, I am though eliminating problem after problem. The longer we're here, I, I'm getting getting better. Let's just get it so we can do the show from home. That's top priority. I, I told Glenn that yesterday. So a Monday night football Green Bay game that was tough. Basketball season's around the corner. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you got a ton of compliments. We'll get to those on the Thornton's text line. But people were loving Scooch for fixing the podcast yesterday. You did well, it. Yeah, it sounded great. It sounded real good. Roush, did you see what Mike Gundy, I'm a man, I'm 40, the football coach at Oklahoma State, did you see what he said? No, he's got a mullet. I know that. He's got a mullet. Uh-huh. Uh, people forget that he's still there. He's been at Oklahoma State for forever. I think he's the second longest tenured coach in college football. Wow. Impressive. Might even be the longest. Uh, you know, he's second behind Kirk Ferentz. He said, regarding nil, said, don't build facilities, put the money back in the bank, put the money in the bank and spend it on nil. That's the future. I'm not saying I agree with it, but his outlook on this is that uh, he thinks that schools stop with the facilities arms race. Who cares if you've got a water slide in your football facility? Let's get this money back to the players. That's where the future is. He also said it's a good business decision when athletes transfer for nil-related reasons. So he, I, it looks like he's being more pro-nil. But do you agree with the sentiment that schools need to stop worrying about stadiums and facilities and focus more on making sure that they can get the best players in those facilities? Now, if your stadium is up to snuff, like there, there is like a certain, there's a certain bar. You there's ha- a threshold. Right, you've got to get to the bare minimum, right? Like Kentucky obviously had to upgrade its facilities. But now... I mean, how much fancier can you? Are you going to put more slides? Are you going to put like a slide in there? Like what? Another barber shop. Right. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like what? 
We now have 15 barber shops. It really it got to the point with facilities where it's like, what what more can we do, right? And I'm sure there's going to be some advancements in technologies. Like maybe a program gets a cryo thing, right? Like I, I could see that happening. Like I I, yeah. could, I could see some advancements in technologies make you want to add some things, but for the most part, most of these programs have what they need. How much? How much more? Like when you go into those locker rooms, we've got more cushiony seats. It's like, well, how long are you sitting in those seats in your locker room? You know. So yes, I I I I'm agree with his sentiment. If you have, if you've done enough to be on the same playing field as the Joneses when it comes to facilities, a lot of that, the resources for the players, the money, the training table, like that stuff matters more. It matters a lot more. It just does. Yeah, and I think Gundy's just spot on about this. I do think back when players couldn't get money, people looked at, oh, I'm going to be spending four years. I want a facility with a lazy river inside of it. Mm -hmm. That would be pretty fun. That you know, The fact that this place has that going on, they really take football seriously. I'll, may, I'll, I'll probably consider that. Now you're going to have people saying, all right, I'm a big fan of that water slide and the lazy river. That's cool. But this school is going to offer me $125,000 more a year. Like, I'd, goodbye, water slide. I can go to Holiday World anytime that I want. Splash and Safari. So it is about nil. The, the haves will be the ones that are most nil-friendly to their athletes. The have-nots will be the ones that don't have as much to give to their student-athletes. It's as simple as that. And that really kind of, I think, puts a bow on Mark Stoops' comment. I think Gundy... Gundy and Stoops, probably very similar sentiments on the state of nil and what's important. I think Gundy did a little bit better job of expressing it. But there's a lot of truth to that, and I hope you, again, you know, it's the nervous thing about Mitch Barnhart and UK. We know how Mitch feels about nil, but we also know that Mitch likes winning. Like, he's not a big fan of losing. We know nope, that. He's there's not. too much winning going on in Lexington to, to suggest otherwise, and there's a reason he's been in the job for 56 years. But is he ready for this next step? Is he ready to be progressive? That's the that's a boogie word for you can't say that's a naughty word for Mitch Barnhart. The P word. Progressive. Uh, Can he be progressive in this new era? And like it's still ever changing. You know, we were talking about this two years ago, Roush. Like you gotta get ahead of the game. You gotta get ahead of the game. Well, I really don't feel like UK's gotten ahead of the game by any stretch. I do think they're staying afloat, which is better than the alternative, sinking. But What's next? What can we do to make it better? What can you do to be the first to do it? And I don't think we're ever going to be the first to do it, but just keep staying afloat at least. I, I enjoyed uh, one of my friends, very conservative friends. Like, yeah, where do you work now? I'm a lawyer for progressive. Whoever thought, me. <laughs> that is pretty funny. Oh, did you see that um, L81, they were retiring their uh, – they're becoming more progressive. They're retiring their refillable bottles. So no more glass bottles. They're going to have, no, no, no. They're going to have glass bottles, but not the returnable, just long neck ones. Hmm. So you'll have the short little that are stubbier, but they had, they had two different versions. One that you could return and, you know, get X amount by. They would reuse them, uh, but they're still going to sell some in glass bottles. I, w I drank one of them yesterday out of a plastic 20 ounce bottle. Not the same. No, it's not, not the same at all. It really isn't. 
never been a huge L eight one, a late one. Um, what is that? Is that considered ginger ale? It's like a ginger ale, basically. They call it like a ginger citrus. Yeah, ale. I think it's solid. It's just not something that like I go out of my way to drink. Still remember the revelation I had in college, like mixing bourbon with it and thinking I was enlightened. <laughs> First person to ever mix ginger ale with bourbon. You were ahead of the game. I was. I was so far ahead of the game. You know what, though? It made that Kentucky gentleman taste not as bad. Ugh. I shudder to think of those days. Um, I don't shudder to think about what we got on the Thornton's text line. 502-414-1450 is the number. Uh, Texture says, oh, TJ, it's a, long, it's a long one, and it's political. Also, I, don't, I read this yesterday. I don't even know what they're talking about. Well, let's read it out loud again and see. TJ, you forgot to mention the part where one president was wanting the border closed while another reopened it to millions of military-age men infiltrating our major cities to bring upon their beliefs to us Americans. They don't want freedom. They want to fill the world with blood of those who prey upon anyone but Allah, and they're severely misinformed citizens here that are siding with the same enemy that will ultimately destroy our country. Think of what you want, but it's not coming soon. It's here now, and the thing you only see in videos will happen before our eyes very soon. Kind of funny how all this happens a week after the entire country has an emergency alert on all our technology. I mean, I do think the next like big UK or UK United States terrorist attack will be from like illegal immigrants using air quotes around that. Um, I don't, what are they talking about? Like they're saying, they're saying that like all these people coming in the border in Texas and Arizona, they will cause a terrorist attack in America. Haven't people been coming across our borders? Not like, not like these numbers. No, no, like our nation's entire history. Isn't that like, aren't we just a nation of immigrants? Yeah, but now there's like, I mean, millions of people coming in. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't pay enough attention. To and now the people in Texas and Arizona and Florida, they're like, we can't handle this. So now they're taking them to other cities and these other cities are realizing like, oh. We can't handle it. We, yeah, yeah, like this is actually, this is something we need to to look into. The um, um here Here's a question that I have. Uh, What's up with people thinking that an emergency alert system test is like some, like the sign of bad things to come? Don't didn't we have one yesterday? Uh, the they did the tornado siren. I know, but that's what I mean. Don't, like that's doesn't this stuff happen all the time? Why are people? Well, why 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 is this one thing causing conspiracy theorists to just lose it? Um, I just think. When you don't trust the government after the pandemic, people are just going to always now like it's the rest of our lives. People aren't going to trust the government ever again. So you'll get stuff like that hmm. on even okay. just like emergency test systems. People were like turning off their phones to like people turned off everything they could and they still got buzzed and they got freaked out by that. Uh, yeah, they, they, they've got they've got you pretty well tracked if you've got a phone. If you're on the grid. They, they've they've yep. got you. Yep, they got you. 2.2 million in 2022 across the border. I mean unreal number to think about yeah i feel like that checks out like a probably whole, like that worldwide well, and that's only the document definitely ones. not like that worldwide it's not like that anywhere you think japan has 2.2 million people yeah, coming japan, over illegally like all of the or china or you had all of the refugees from like syria and stuff there's a ton in western europe i mean yeah it's not it's not good there's i mean because like they they know that they're not citizens of the country thus they don't have to follow the laws of the country well, so it's they, problematic. Well, if they want to work, I know there's a lot of people who need work. People who need workers to work. So, you better, some people aren't doing jobs. Better hope that they're peaceful people. Yeah, I think most people are. I got, I got good faith in that. Yeah, well, 
I'm not a cynic yet. Yeah. Yet. Rush is such a UK football butt slapper. The wins that Jack pointed out, they went 500 because they lost to Kentucky. Okay, what about the other five SEC losses they had? We've beaten the bottom feeders of the SEC for a decade. Now the facts are starting to slowly show that Stoops can't get over the hump in his conference and his play style will never beat elite teams. I mean, yeah, he hasn't had a generational talent at quarterback. And he kind of needs that to beat Georgia and Alabama. But if you want um, if you if you want Kentucky to start beating the top two teams in college football, you need a generational talent at quarterback. The texter goes on. I'm I'm next. Of course we care how teams perform after we play them. Like, that's the whole point of a resume. Resumes LMFAO. don't matter in college football, you idiot. TJ crying about this schedule talk, but if it's basketball, he'd be slapping resume talk on the table. Because it matters in the NCAA tournament, you idiot. After every win and loss. Jesus, God. All you cared about last year was getting the top seed to play at the Yum Center, saying how important it is to have a good resume. You guys are laughable sometimes. It's okay to hate on the football team. No, like, that. that's the NCAA. <clears throat> there's not an NCAA tournament in football. Your yeah. resume doesn't matter in football. Yeah, respectfully, texter. That's like the, that's the that, dumbest thing. That, that, that might the be right. the dumbest text that's ever been texted into this. Text that's line. the right answer. In football, if you're if you're a fringe college football playoff team, they may look at your resume. Yeah, um, we haven't talked resumes. Otherwise, since the BCS rankings like New Year Six, they don't take into consideration like well after you beat Florida, they didn't win another game, and despite you like and the thing about UK's schedule is if they get enough wins, texter, their resume is going to be fine. So that's why I don't care what happens after UK plays teams in football. Basketball, it is a different story. When UK beats a team in basketball, unless you just don't like them for personal reasons, you want them to win because it's going to make Kentucky's numbers look better as the season goes on. But that's in a sport where resume matters for seeding. Bowl seeding or bowl selection is not resume built. It's wins and loss built. And then if there's a tiebreaker, it could potentially go to the resume. But when UK is playing six ranked teams in a year, five ranked teams in a year, the resume is going to take it. It's going to take care of itself. So that's the difference there, Texter, just as a heads up. And I don't totally disagree with your next text. These were three consecutive from the same Texter. I love Stoops and what he's done and what he's done, but he makes $9 million a year and he's crying about nil. Buddy, you get paid more than 98% of the people in the country, and you have three of the top paid assistants in college football. Ironic from the good old blue-collar guy that has a liquor business to me. All right, well, maybe I didn't agree with it as yeah, much as right. I remember. That being said, though, I, I think the sentiment I agree with that, like, you know, Stoops, not the right time to be asking people to be ponying up money. Yeah, I mean, the time was but bad. We've, but we've, also, we've, like, we've talked that to how them. many million-dollar coaches are asking for nil support? They're all million-dollar coaches. They're all asking for nil money. Yeah, I know, but not all of them are like directly after losses saying See, like that, that's what I mean though. Pony like, up. Yeah, that's why it's bad after a loss. We get it. Time but, is uh, bad. But good point about the liquor business. Hopefully he's uh hopefully well, there's a little kickback. Uh, apparently it is very illegal for coaches to do nail collecting. Like that's not allowed. I know, but you can find ways to work. There's it. workarounds. Oh. Like he doesn't own that liquor company all by himself. So what if that other owner But nil separate but you can't use to, I mean you could if you were doing it as an individual but that's liquor what I'm companies can't. But the but the liquor company owner gets paid money that goes into his personal checking account, and with what he does with that money, See, it's none of the NCAA's business. I think the thing you might run into that you worry about is like, is it worth this? Is it worth money laundering potentially? Yes. You were, you, were the one. What, you were the one you just, just saying, saying cheat, cheat, <laughs> cheat. No, no, cheat. but like that's like a crime. Like you know, like is it worth getting a RICO case on your ass? I don't, again, if I work hard for my money, why can't I reinvest it or put it where I want to do? 
where I want to put it. See, I'm not a head coach of the UK that was, football that program. That was what the uh, feds tried to do for the college basketball thing. They tried to argue that it was money laundering. This does feel like actual money laundering, not what college basketball coaches were doing. With the I think it sounds totally fair and legitimate. I mean, I'm not a lawyer, but uh, I don't know. I don't see how you get. Let's call our lawyer up. Let's call Big see, Bag Dave. Yeah. He's up to. A texture says, "I don't know what Scoots did uh, during the commercials for the podcast, but it sounds a thousand percent better today. Strong work, Scoots. Unsure." Woo! Another texture says, "Unsure what changed, but on a positive note." The Tuesday podcast has the best sounding one since you all have moved to, from, to the new studio. You guys did it. Love to hear it. We did it. Love to hear it. Wow. Uh, we love to hear that we've got one more commercial break and we're taking it right this very second. Regulators, you regulate any stealing of his property, we're damn good too. But you can't be any geek off the street. I was a little unplugged on my end, that's why the I mean, you know kind of going in and out there. I've loved the music today. Mound up. Thanks. You're doing a great job, Scoot. Appreciate you. Man, I've listened to the lyrics of this song one time, and I was just like, oh, this is disturbing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, it it sounds great, but then you hear the words, and you're like, oh, we're just going to ride around, and I mean, it's a song about vigilantism. A a lot of those old hip-hop songs are like that. If you really sit back and think, or listen to the words, they're all pretty, eh. Yeah. Rap songs. Pretty sketchy. Inappropriate lyrics. What next, Scoot? (laughs) Welcome back. One final segment, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen on your Wednesday morning. Getting a little closer to game week. Going to have Trivia Thursday with Corey Price tomorrow. That'll be a good time. Whoa, it's already Thursday tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow will Crazy. be Thursday. Ooh, Corey, that's how the days work. In studio, I think we're going to do trivia a little bit earlier in the show. Yeah, have we figured out the phones yet? Because, like, can I, if well, I wanted to get guests? If it's Spears' show, the, sp- the phones work perfectly fine. But no. if it's our show, it doesn't. Yeah, no, I think if we're, if you all are in studio, I've got a note here from this weekend. They worked on a lot of stuff. In studio, you should be able to have my uh, guest with no feedback. So we can, I'll, I'll test that today, make sure that we're good to go. But and yeah, if Corey comes in. Tony Burke save us any cake from yesterday. He took it home to his family. What an idiot. It was so good. So good. Where was it from? Do you know? Uh, Wally World. Oh. It was a cookie cake. Yeah, you can see the you can see the plates in the trash can. Oh <laughs> my gosh! That, uh, I couldn't get enough of it. Why do you I, think I wished him happy birthday? I was hoping he'd leave a piece behind. Love me some cookie cake. Mm. I'll have to talk to Tony about that. You doing all the shows today? I am, except for Rutherford. Yep, I am doing Rutherford next week though. Oh, is Trevor going on one of his vacations? He is. Yeah. Who's, um, who's lottery week is it, too? Uh, Roush. Yeah, please do not forget today, Roush. Forgot One, Monday, buddy. 1.73 bill. You got lucky, though. I got lucky. We'll, we'll, Today's going to be the day. It's going to be the day. Imagine if Nick Roush hits a $1.73 oh, billion dollar lottery my ticket. my gosh. Dude. $756 million cash option. They'd carry you out of the South End like that episode of Game of Thrones with Khaleesi. Roush would, <laughs> <laughs> Roush would buy the South End. He would. He would. And then he'd move it to the actual south end. He got so much money. (laughs) (laughs) 
let's get back to the Thornton text line. Yeah, it's a huge lottery tonight. And just remember, if you're a KRC listener and you win, you agreed to giving us a little kickback. Yep. That's, uh, that's think, our tip. I think you said a million the other day is what the agreement was. I think that's about right, yeah. Um, For each of us, not just collective. Uh, well, it's maybe taking a little bit of <laughs> Did Jack have anything interesting on Sources Says yesterday? Great question. Listen to some of it on the ride home with uh, Peak. Uh, oh, what's Peak up to? He's What's on Peak's mind? A lot. <laughs> we have, do we make Peak a guest on this show? He's just too interesting of a cat not to. Yeah, he's a light, he's a night owl though, so it'd be tough. It's a little early for yeah, him. It'd be, it'd be yeah, it'd be tough. But, but uh, maybe like spitball it to him next time y'all are together. Be like, TJ mentioned maybe getting you on, on the show just to talk about weird stuff. Oh, man. I, I, you all would have like... Actually, we need a we need a peak walker, just like political thirty minutes. Yeah, because the thing is, my favorite part about peak is he like you don't know what it's going to be, but he just is like, what? It's just like, can you believe this? And it's it's like, and it's sometimes it's the most trivial thing, and it just like sets him off, and I love it so much. It's great. It's very entertaining. But some of the stories he tells seems like he's an enlightening cat. He he's he's very well read, so he's got a lot of things, um, and I I enjoy it. I enjoy it. I would love to have another conversation with him regarding Indiana and Kentucky now that the series is coming back because we were talking about that last time he was in studio over at the OG Studios, Roush. We were talking about that, so I'd, I'd love to hear his yeah, thoughts. Well, we, we're, we'll, we'll get Peak on the show. we got to get him some more airtime. But we were listening. Jack's teasing some special guests for Big Blue Man. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know if the special guests are special enough that you and I would think they're special, but, like, the youths might. Wukash Orbs. No, no, like like rappers that have a bunch of weird names. You know, that I'm just like, who's that? L- little Baby. See, that's normal compared to the ones that I know. The, like, X, Sexy Red. That's the one I've learned about Sexy Red I've this week. I've never heard of it. Sexy Red's not a real Sexy person. Red is Sexy the... Sexy Red's not a real Sexy person. Red is the kind of person that, like, Scoots would like on Twitter. What about Lil Uzi? Lil Uzi Vert? Lil Uzi Vert. See, even Lil Uzi Vert isn't hip. I think Lil Uzi Vert's old. Right on cue, a texter says, white guys analyzing 90s gangster rap lyrics. Oh, yeah, I'm here for that part. <laughs> <laughs> it is White Guy Wednesday. Oh, man. Uh, Sexy Red. Janae Nero Weary. Well, I think she was maybe in, She's like. 25 years old. She could have been a potential guest, and then she, uh, I think she, quote, unquote, accidentally released her own sex tape on Instagram last week. We've so, all been we've all been there. Who, who amongst us we, has we've accidentally all been there. We're not going to cancel sex Sexy Red because her sex tape got out I there. I like that there's a new accidental release. Scoots, have you figured out who the uh female hip hop artist is that's in the Duncan commercials with Ben Affleck? I'm not sure you I know, know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking I don't about? Know if I've even seen those commercials. Cuz Ben Affleck like he goes all Boston accent and they're trying to figure out what the new Duncan thing's going to be and she's like just puts like a uh, a donut hole on top of uh iced coffee. But she's famous. I don't know who. Ice spice. Ah, so pumpkin spice, ice spice. There, ice, yeah. there you go. Uh sexy red is in fact red. Oh. Sexy is to the beholder. Oh, man. We're, we're learning. We're learning. Ooh. We, what do we think Sexy Red weighs? Uh, let me get get a gander at her. Uh, oh, man. That's a, <laughs> that's a buck 12 tops. No, nah, I was going to go like a buck 22. 
Uh, She's, she looks tall. Oh, does she? She's got so much jewelry on, though. She's got a chain that says Sexy Red. Oh, that's, that's, that's heavy. Uh, sexy Red. Ooh, can we Google it? What happens? Five foot four. 175. No way. That's what the first. It says 57 kg. What does that mean? Uh, 125. Yeah. Way to nice. go, Scoots. Nice. Wow, good job. You I'm, nailed I'm, it. I'm great at this you game. Nailed it on Women's Weight Wednesday. <laughs> great <laughs> at this game. He really is the best on the show. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, Texter on Thornton's text line says, how concerned should we be about Cook and Burden? Uh, I'm concerned. They're good. You're going to have to score some points against this team. Cook got hurt against uh, LSU, but he went back in the game. Threw his first interception of the season. Drinkowitz said he's fine. Mm -hmm. Just got shaken up a bit. Oh, those are Missouri players. Okay. I I almost didn't send that text over because I was like, I don't know. I don't think this text is for us. Cook and Burden could be like a law and order. Law and order. Well, Cook I was and just, Burden. I was thinking more so. I don't recognize those names. Those aren't UK guys. Hey, fellas. Now them. Brad from Bellbrook here with a question. Let's say Stoops and Vince wanted to put some of their hard-earned dollars into the UK nil fund. Would that be legal or against the rules? I've seen some people on social media suggest that they should be helping fund our collective, but I can't imagine that fair play. The, I mean, uh, they, they can and they can't. Yeah, they can't. If they tried, they probably could, but they'd have to be good at money laundering, which could be a federal crime, so do you want to risk that? Um, Shannon Terry, my uh, CEO over at On3, was like, who's going to be the first coach to say to pledge their allegiance to a collective and say they will pending change of rules? So like, I, it's like that, I promise I'm going to pay this money if the rules change, and then the rules just never change. So that would be what we call an empty promise. Mm. Um, but my, my my belief on a lot of this nil stuff is that this is just a temporary stopgap for the next five years. We're only in year two of it. These collectives are going to operate what, for a little while. What would you guess it looks like when the dust settles? That's the, so a lot of it's going to come down to some lawsuits that, like if they determine that student athletes can organize, I think what's going to happen is that the thing that makes the most sense, TV, like TV money has orchestrated um, the conference realignment. If they say that players are employees and can unionize, then they'll unionize. They'll collectively bargain to get ad revenue from TV, and I think that's where it's going to come from. And then nil, instead of getting your primary income through that's nil, so fascinating. It's and, and 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 that's why the shift, the revenue that you would add from TV money to build facilities, per se, instead of renovating all of these facilities, that's just going to pay your players. Mm. So I, I that that's my kind of guess is how it works. And then they'll still have nil, and they'll still do deals. Like, Caitlin Clark's still going to be on State Farm commercials, but it's going to be much more limited, and it's not going to be collective things. That's my mm. kind of big brain, like galaxy that. brain. I mean, that's the best, the smartest idea that I've heard. Of the bunch because there's there is that, that pot of money's big out there that TV money and now it's just all going to 80s and coaches mm-hmm. right like at a certain point we don't need to be paying coaches 38 million dollars to get fired or whatever it is we don't need to be paying them 10 million dollars a year like this feels like a good all right let's stop here and now have the the rest of that big pot of money go to fund your student athletes that are actually doing the work sounds good to me texter on the Thornton sex line Shay here First text in 10 months. Shay, what's that all about, buddy? Although, at least we hear from you on the Facebook page and, and otherwise. 
I just had to comment on how much I love Scoots never inviting TJ golfing. And he was always talks about how well he played. And it's always one of the best scores I've ever shot. (laughs) And then when you're together, Scoots, it's hot dog water. Scoots, I bet you had a girlfriend in school, but she went to a different school and nobody would know her. She's from a different County, but I bet she was perfect. Just giving you a hard time, buddy. Happy spooky season, boys. I'll be in the red lot Saturday with a cooler of apple pie, a keg of beer, and my dancing shoes on. Let me know if you all want to play a drinking game. Cats by 90. Oh, Shay's getting out of the house. Watch out, Lexington. <laughs> He's got his cooler of apple pie. I totally, he nailed that, by the way. I totally did have a girlfriend when I was at middle school that was in a different county, different school. <laughs> no, nobody else knew her. Did you really? Yeah, I did. Her name was Sarah. Was she real or? No, she was real. Oh. She was, the one thing I remember about Sarah was the fact that she was like four foot seven. So she made me feel like a giant, which was hard to do. So wonder I'm, what happened to her. Wonder I'm, what happened to her. I'm yeah. curious, Shay. You're, so you're actually bringing in a real keg? I was having this conversation with Luckett because Nick Coffey did a keg stand um, in the red lot. I was like, when was the lot? And he had never done one before. I was like, you never, never done a keg stand, right? Exactly. I'm like, what do you, what did you do in your early twenties? But like people don't get kegs anymore because they're just, it's hard to deal with. And then if you don't drink it, like the beer goes bad. So it's hard to move around. So I'm curious, Shay, about this keg because I, isn't a keg like 120 beers? Something that sounds about right. You're the only person I know that has gotten a keg in like recent memory. So our fantasy fantasy league, it was, it's like tradition. Last place has to go buy the keg. For the season, this year, the guy hosting was last place, and he just said, I'm, I, I'm not getting a keg this year. And he got, I think, like 120 beers. And he was like, this is this is in lieu of this the keg. This is the keg, yeah. Which was a little bit of a controversy with the league. Because part of it, the, the, the whole bit of it is fun. You just don't want to do it. So that's part of the punishment, making somebody have to go get the tap and just deal with it. I like a good old-fashioned keg. Yeah, like, I, I, there's just, beer. I, I feel it's like good. the beer, yeah I, think, yeah, I think the beer tastes better. I think there's... I, it, it makes no sense, but I think there's like a camaraderie to the event of a keg that it's like a drinking hole. It's definitely, oh, you know, colder. it's like, it, it's yeah, yeah, very colder cold. beer too. Colder beer. I agree with that. I like when they run the tap it, through like a cooler at like a church picnic. That's always good. Those time. are cool. Yeah. yeah. Now, granted, like it can be foamier. It is more work, like having to, you know, ice it, tap it, get it going. I, I get it. It's not like a ton of work, but it is more work than just. Dumping out a bunch of cans into like a little kiddie pool with ice. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was actually a, a point of, he was like, I think I think we should retire the keg. I think whoever is getting it, if they want a keg, they can get it. If they want to get the beers, they can get it. Um, and I said, well, I'm the commissioner, buddy, and you don't go making the rules. So. You should have hazed him. <laughs> uh, uh, also, Shay, I hope you have real moonshine and not like the old smoky, not real moonshine. Like I, People really think that that's moonshine. Where'd you get moonshine from? He said he's bringing apple pie, right? Oh, apple pie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah. Good to hear from you, Shay. Done you got, here. You got a cute kid, buddy. We are getting a little closer to the Cats action in both football and basketball. And I was wondering who will we see in action as far as injuries and also with the basketball in the case of Big Z. Some sites say maybe yes. I'm not sure who to trust. Who do you all think? What do you mean, John? Who's yeah, John, gonna, I'm not really following either. Like, are, is, they're, Big, all, they're all hurt right now. Big Z's going to play. You go. But it may just be a little while. And Bradshaw. We just don't know how long they're going to be hurt for. Uh, somebody had a teaser. It may have been Jack. Somebody had a teaser that, like, one of the bigs is going to be back soon. So, that's cool. John clarifies in his next Oh, text. okay, okay. Sorry for the injury text. You all covered some yesterday and the rest this morning. Anyway, here's a possible hot take. 
I believe in the big scheme of things, Big Z could become a better player than Bradshaw. Now and going into the future of their careers, what do you all think? Catch you later. Um, I just hope he's not better than Bradshaw this year because that means Bradshaw probably stays. John, my eyes just got super wide when when Roush read that. So I don't. I I disagree. If if assuming Bradshaw is just like committed to being good, healthy, and competitive spirits all there, uh, he'll be better than Big Z. The only way Big Z's better if like Big Z's a big try hard and Bradshaw is just kind of like looking forward to the NBA and you got handlers telling them don't push yourself too hard. If And and there's no reason to think that that's going to be the case for what it's worth, but that's like the only scenario I could see where Big Z is a, a more impactful player than Bradshaw. Assuming if Bradshaw is just with it and like, you know, he's, he wants to win, which I think he is, he, he is with it and I think he does want to win, he'll be better, John. But we'll see. I like the hot takes. Keep them coming, baby. Scoots, I grew up. Oh, we read that one. Oh, my gosh. We got some breaking news. What's the breaking news? Oh, no. On the Today Show, Jada Pinkett Smith reveals she and Will Smith have been separated since 2016. What? So, like, all that slap was all because she they were separated and she was, you Oh, know. man. Like, yeah, Chris Rock made the joke because it was true because they weren't together. Have lived, quote-unquote, completely separate lives since 2016. Oh, jeez. That's a long time. That's seven years. Why would you had a nice dinner for the dating anniversary last night? And I was telling the wife, I was like, yeah, memory popped up where I was saying like three year dating anniversary, blah, blah, blah. And I looked at it and I was like, 2016. I was like, well, that that's much more recent. That couldn't be right. But no, 2016, long time ago. People forget that. Yeah. Seven years ago. Yeah. I mean, Lamar's still fumbling, but you know, it was a long time ago. Yeah, He still really is. fumbling. It was not a divorce on paper. But Just they've been living separate her, lives. They have, are no longer romantically together. Oh, that means they're romantically with other people. Oh, yeah. People have been saying wow. for a while. Does Chris Rock make a move? <laughs> a texture says, This state is at a downside in that none of our largest companies, bourbon and horse gambling, probably can donate to these collectives. Well, what about UPS? No, and like they could donate to a collective go that way i think they could right I, I, but it's just i would think so you just have to be more careful about how you go about it and also I mean, it's above my peri grade i'm talking on my butt but i don't see why you couldn't yeah the, the other part too is like we don't think of big wheeler and dealers as, yeah, can we get keeneland to like start donating to the nil seriously can we get like hand in hand with that get get hancock over if there you don't we're gonna start having some new football Farm. games in october keeneland it's your ass Texter says, Roush is just saying big words. If a different owner in Stoops RD business used his taxable income as a nil contribution under their own personal name, that's not money laundering. Got to get back to these tax filings. 1016 deadline looms. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Thank you, Texter, for saying it in a prettier fashion than I. Wait, taxes on October 16th? Is that your extension deadline? Get quarterly. Oh, uh, I think quarterlies were due not too long ago. Hmm. Scoots, the music is fire. I mean, straight diesel fires. It really on. has been. It's a big come on day. It's uh, it's actually surprising to hear that because, so normally when I pick my music for the intros and outros, it's songs that I hear on the way to the station. But this morning, the, the music sucked. Every, every station was on like talk radio and I didn't feel like listening to any of that. So I kind of just threw this together last minute and I'm, I'm glad it worked out for you all. 
I enjoyed it. We've got uh, three playoff baseball games today, starting at 5.07, Atlanta-Philly. Ooh, this is at Philly, correct? Correct. Yes. Oh. You got Houston in Minnesota. They'll try to close out that series, close out the Twins. And then the Diamondbacks at home will try to close out the Dodgers in what would be a pretty sizable upset. Oh, I'm pretty sure Brandon Fott's pitching, too. The Trinity product. Oh, that you faded last time? The one that I faded last time. We'll just call him the Kentuckian. That's true. By the way, St. X knocked out Trinity in soccer last night for the fourth year in a row. (laughs) Suck it to the Ooh, Colts playing Butler for regional title. Haven't won one of those in a long time. And uh, they've lost Butler twice this year, including an overtime thriller uh, in the district championship. So third time's the charm. All right. We are out of time. Running out of time. Um, I've got a parent-teacher conference this morning. Oh, I've got one this afternoon, too. Nice. I'm actually looking forward to it because I have no idea what my kid does at school. Like, there's part of you where it's like, how could you have a conference with a kid? We get updates every day, so I don't know what we're going to talk about. I mean, we get, like, pictures. But, you know, I don't – I mean, all, my kid knows, like, where – we were picking peppers off the thing the other day. Did you know pepper starts with P? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, it does. How did you know that? It's true. How did you learn this? Kids are awesome. They're the best. So I've, I've, I'm going to that, so I guess I'll get a head start on that. Keep the text coming in. Um, what uh, We got Thursday night football tomorrow. There's Wednesday night football. Any half-action game? We had three last night, and uh, the App State game got kind of crazy. Um, they ended up falling by three to Coastal. Uh, where, where did the game go? It says there's not one on ESPN, but I know there is. UTEP Florida International on ESPN2. Sam Houston State, New Mexico State on CBS Sports Network tonight. When Ooh, do, the Bearcats. When does Maction start? I'm ready for some Maction's moments. November. This is all CUSA oh. and Sunbelt. Maction, Maction. Whole nother month? Maxion. Yeah, but you no, but we're still getting football every night of the week. And it's not a whole nother month. It's like two weeks. But yeah, uh, winless Sam Houston State at 3-3 three and three New Mexico State. Oh. Should be a thriller. A one in five UTEP versus three and three FIU. All right. Great, great action. Everybody enjoy the action. We'll be back tomorrow. Let's see what Kansas gets. Do they get any sort of major penalties? We'll talk about it tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Taylor. And one in the hole, Nate Dog is about to make somebody's turn. Now they dropping and yelling, it's a tad bit late. Nate Dog and Warren G had to regulate.